0: Hello! Jumping in before the episode to give you all a schedule update for the coming weeks. We'll be closing out ARC 5 this month, hopefully, September, then we will be taking a brief break for a few weeks, returning with ARC 6 in early October. In between those ARCs, we will be releasing some older content surges in lieu of main campaign episodes, special one-shot episodes from our $10 Patreon tier, so don't worry, you'll still be getting your weekly dose of TNTD content. For more TNTD content and schedule updates, join our Patreon. This month, we are doing a special Try Not to Die book club where we will be reading They Came to Slay by Tom James Carter, a book we are mentioned in, folks. I'm freaking the fuck out. Uh, And then we'll be talking about it on this month's content search. If you finish in time, you can even submit questions or thoughts on the book by messaging us on our social media, at Try Not to Die Pod, of course. Uh, And that will, of course, be posted on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Try Not to Die Pod end of the month all right enough announcements let's get on with the show thank god hello and welcome back to try not to die I'm your DM, your dim maven, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our lone hero.
1: You're not dim. Lisa, condemn me. You're shining bright, a.k.a. Gorgonzola. Child support, more like teleport. I don't know where I am.
0: Oh, that's so good. Thank you. No rhyme zone needed this time, or do you think?
1: No, I did look up rhyme Uh, zone. I actually looked up rhymes with teleport, and right away it was like child support. I was like, boom, done. (laughs) That was so quick. (laughs) Child
0: support. Which is weird, because they saved the multi-syllable one. I
1: scrolled down (laughs) the three syllables because I was like, I need the rhythm.
0: They cut out the rhythm. They they put it at the top. They were like, this one's the best one you should I'll be
1: talking more about my um, (laughs) methods on the Patreon.
0: (laughs) We will be doing a content surge eventually where Lisa just talks through the process. It's
1: intros all the way down.
0: Intros all the way down. Well, gang, hold on. Let me bonk you on the head so you're paralyzed (laughs) and have to listen to this. It's time for one of the last recaps. (laughs) Of Arc 5. I'm coming out and it's the recap. <laughs> I'm coming out and it's the recap. Whack! <laughs> Last time, Gorgonzola met her mother, Mozzarella, former leader and stregore of the First Might. The Orc mage was crazed, to say the least, isolated for so long that she seemed to disbelieve that her daughter, Gorgonzola, was right in front of her. After some convincing, the two went up to the main floor of Zola's family farmhouse to talk about what had happened to both of them. Mozzarella was first, using one of the few spells she remembered, despite losing her spellbook, to cast Major Image to show Zola how she had gotten to this point. Our hero watched as her mother's life unfolded her father, pressuring her to balance the traditions of old and the reason of progress, learning magic from Limburger, becoming the Stregoridae, the theft of Aletheia's child by Leoniel, air quotes around that for those who aren't in the stewed warriors, the war of the Mara and Mara, Zola's father, Gianni Parma, saving her from Autark Aurelius, nursing her back to health, falling in love, lying to her father, giving birth to Gorgonzola, leaving her with Gianni. Lying to her people, it's a long list folks, Mm -hmm. fleeing north, revealing the truth, and being cursed and sent into exile. Her mother regretted only one thing, leaving Zola behind. But unfortunately, she was bound by magic to stay away. It was Zola's turn next, our half-orc hero working with her mother to finish creating her original spell, Recap, using it to tell her mother the story of her journey to find her. It was brutal, beautiful, and brief thanks to the magic, and afterwards the two embraced overcome with emotion. Mozzarella in particular was brokenhearted, ashamed of her behavior. Zola pleaded with her mother to join her quest to end the coming conflict and potential apocalypse, but her mother was too scared, too embarrassed of her failure. Angry, Zola stormed out, sleeping in Eryx's enclave outside while her mother cried inside.
1: Oh my god, you sound like (laughs) a monster. (laughs) Their first fight, everybody!
0: (laughs) I know, I'm sorry. You know, the recap, honestly, it really does sound You're like-
1: glossing <laughs> over a lot of the emotional
0: depth here, I'm just saying. I like to think about the fact that this is almost like a newspaper article, so it's missing a lot of the like, complexity, just to get this you the is facts. This biased. It's like, wait a minute, this is really critical of Zola, who is- Where's the team perspective yeah, here? <laughs> would love an op-ed from Zola here. All right, gang, I promise I'm a little bit nicer for the rest of this one. The next day, her mother, having not slept a wink, stormed out of the house and confronted Zola again. Her daughter had died and they were so consumed in the other chaos of the recap spell that they didn't even fully get to acknowledge that. The two talked more and after an unfortunately failed attempt to dispel the curse that kept Mozzarella from being able to rejoin her daughter willingly, Mozzarella asked her to take her from this plane using force if necessary. Do we think that she knew what was coming? Completely understanding, Zola proceeded to bonk her mother over the head with the rod of lordly might to paralyze her. Roquefort and our hero leaving the demiplane behind to rejoin Stilton and Kala in the much colder outside world. But of course, not before Zola got a chance to come out to her mother. (laughs) (laughs) After some introductions, the group gathered together, hoping to use the conjuration charge to teleport to Ivar avoiding the freezing travel as her mother was clearly being progressively hurt by the curse of exile and solitude she was bound to. Unfortunately, the arcane ability of this shard was unrefined, hurtling the party off course, and that is where we are right now. If you don't mind, will you roll a d100 for me?
1: I'd love to. 52.
0: 52. Since you opted for the shard to cast Teleport and not a random seventh level conjuration spell, we are essentially operating as if you had tried to teleport to a false destination. Mm. One through 51 meant you would suffer a mishap, and have to roll again. You roll just above that. 51 to 100 means that you will go to a similar area, which is defined as you and your group, or the target's object, wind up in a different area that's visually or thematically similar to the target area. If you're heading for a home laboratory, for example, you might end up in another wizard's laboratory or an alchemical supply shop, as that has many of the same tools and implements as your laboratory. Generally, you appear in the closest similar place, but... Since the spell has no range limit, you could conceivably wind up anywhere on this plane. Think elves, snowflakes. Oh, I am so tired. Maybe you a bobble or something? You and your group find the world spinning faster and faster and faster, trying ah! to maintain focus. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's screaming. Still in. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to hold focus on even home. You think of the map you saw of the north, the vast expanse of tundra and arctic forest, the elvish empire. It kind of spreads across the whole thing, right? Hard to kind of isolate specifically where they are. You're, I never
1: studied this part of the almanac that much. <laughs> you're watching it
0: swirl around you, whites and greens, as this vast expanse of tundra and arctic forest. Bam. You all tumble. Out onto cold, snowy ground. Wind whips around you, somehow colder than before. You all begin to rise, grunting wearily as you get a look at your surroundings. More densely foggy forest and tundra extends all around you, though none of it is familiar. You can give me a survival check, and I'll let you roll with advantage, because you got a bunch of allies here. Okay. Um, But right now, it is really, so far, impossible for you to tell. It is, I'll say this technically like midday, so it's cloudy, you can't use the stars, but there are other factors you can use to kind of identify maybe where you are or where maybe approximately how far you are from where Mm -hmm, you mm want
1: to be. So it's foggy, and I'm just surrounded by, like, coniferous trees.
0: Yeah, kind of looks like the forest that you were just in, but it feels dramatically colder, and you see okay. there's way more snow and ice. Like, this place is, like, before it was, like, that first snow feeling mm-hmm. of, like, a, in a colder area when it's, like, fall. This is, like, oh, we're, it's winter here. Yeah. Like, where we are is much colder.
1: Uh, you okay, Mom?
0: I am okay. She steadies herself, kind of pulling back onto Roquefort.
1: Uh, I rolled double tens
0: okay you recognize the massive evergreens as part of the wilder winter wood but i think with a 10 you have no idea where you are or at least how far you are i'll say maybe as a little added bonus because kala is there and she would certainly know the terrain a lot you see she looks around we are much further north than we need to be
1: have you been here before do you think
0: Perhaps might have roamed here with my pack, but I do not smell them.
1: Oh. Do you think we should try again?
0: You know, I... Uh, so you see your mother <laughs> kind of leaning up onto Roquefort's head. You know, I trust you. If you think that it's a good idea, I trust you. Uh,
1: I don't know if it's a good idea, but... Well, I don't know if we should just start walking in a random direction...
0: I don't want to use the crystal again, but I, I'm prepared to be outvoted.
1: you <laughs> <laughs> ah! your vote's important to to me.
0: What do you think, Stilton? Stilton looks to you. Um, looks south. And you know what? i let's roll. Give me a d twenty roll. Okay. Let's see. That'll determine eleven or lower. will it will be one choice, and uh, or ten or lower, it'll be one choice. Eleven or higher, it'll be another. Okay. Eleven. Ha! Ah! Excitedly looks at the conjuration chart.
1: <laughs> okay, let's try and teleport one more time. Fuck this place. And if it doesn't work, then we'll take it from there. She nods. Is there... You've never... Have you been to for home?
0: Only at a distance. I oh. traded with some people going in and out, caravans that, you know... Bring supplies that they can sell at Everholm, but I've never been inside. I'm not allowed. You've
1: seen it, though. See. Si. I hate to ask, but. Do you think maybe. you should do this then? I. You're. I know you're weak right now, but. you are such a strong spellcaster. To make that whole world. I mean. You must be capable of amazing things.
0: I remembered a lot more when I was younger. It's it's different now. As you're having this conversation, give me a perception check.
1: Okay. Based on hearing or
0: sight? This is based on hearing. But you know what? Actually, I'll say that you could see it as well. So go ahead if you want to roll with advantage.
1: Interesting. I will. (laughs) Thank you. Nat 20.
0: (laughs) You know what? With a nat 20... You actually do hear it first.
1: As a matter of fact, let's do use the shard. Everyone think happy for home thoughts.
0: (laughs) You guys begin to gather around. You begin to hear a steady beat of thunderous steps. Everyone looks up towards where it's coming from, north of you. You suddenly see shadows, massive shadows, easily 20 feet tall, various humanoid body shapes lumbering through the foggy wood. These giants in icy hide armor. And as you're looking at them, it clicks to you. You remember that one of the giant forces led by Halt, the Frost Giants, resided near Ender's helm. But it looks like they are traveling south. Towards And you look south, would you imagine Zafianash? It's Impossible to tell how far they must still travel, but it seems that the giant queen, Stoned, got word...
1: Got them.
0: ...to them, and maybe he's calling a meeting.
1: Interesting. Okay, everyone, hustle in, hustle in. <laughs>
0: they all gather around. I'm going to roll a perception check. They roll with advantage. Okay. You guys all gather around, hands grasping the shard... Uh, maybe you try again this time. I will help. I'm helping. Okay. I, I know what it looks like. I will picture, and we will do it together.
1: Okay, what if I cast Detect Thoughts on you, and you
0: picture it? Great idea.
1: Okay. Picture it hard.
0: <laughs> she, I'm coming in. <laughs> she begins to focus Don't think in. anything
1: gross about dad. Oh, why
0: would you even say that? Now <laughs> I'm thinking of it. Uh, she tries to block out images of your father, the stud he was. Um, yes. He <laughs> To bring forth images of this beautiful crystalline city. Massive, like a snowflake half risen out of the ground with a giant dome of glittering blue energy like a snow globe. In the middle of a forest.
1: I just know the interior design there is
0: amazing. It's got to be incredible. From the outside, it's stunning. (laughs) Uh, As you guys are focusing this, you hear, something in giant being called out, and Kala goes, they see us. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kala. (laughs) Let's roll initiative.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> Did they roll a nat 20?
0: They rolled a um 14 plus their perception oh, nice. to see and since you guys weren't really stealth.
1: Yeah we were so, I just I couldn't see the dice. I thought it said <laughs> nat twenty. I was like, what the fuck? Brutal
0: Especially with the Nat 20 you got literally seconds before.
1: Uh, I rolled a five on initiative.
0: Okay? I haven't rolled
1: initiative in a while.
0: This is a group initiative check, basically. We're seeing who can act first. Mm-hmm. It is going to be the giants. Huh? You hear, <laughs> roar, and... <sighs> as a rock shatters <laughs> between you all. Oh my goodness, here What we go. the fuck? Let me see
1: if I can... <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the sounds of giants getting closer. You look off north hand on the crystal. You see that there are 20 plus giants headed this way. This is bad. Significantly worse than you could have imagined. That is, um, what is what is your AC? 16. That is a 15. You duck as the rock explodes against the tree and you hear... Ew as an evergreen topples over from the damage. It is now your turn. You get a chance to use the teleportation shard.
1: Hands on the shard, everyone, please. (laughs) Kala, your paw, please.
0: (laughs) Puts mouth over it. Um, Okay, it is, again, a spellcasting check using your
1: uh, modifier. modifier,
0: and it is going to be a DC 17. And you oh, get right. advantage because your mother is helping you.
1: Okay. Yes, I'm detecting thoughts on her <laughs> as I'm trying to block out the thoughts of
0: the giants. You hear like more like whistling sounds through the air as rocks are being hurtled towards you and giants begin to run.
1: Yes! Okay. Dirty 20.
0: Dirty 20. Okay. With that. The ground beneath you begins to waver. The world around you begins to spin. Whites, greens, browns, little roar. <laughs> just like roars and begin to fade off into the distance. Since you are now essentially getting a solid picture of it and you have a- been able to cast the spell, it is not going to be a failed destination. It is going to operate the same way it would normally if you had a vision of the place. Still need you to roll a d100, but the results are a lot more friendly. You have viewed this once, so you're really trying to get a 54 or higher to be, like, pretty, pretty close.
1: No. 23.
0: 23. (laughs) You suddenly feel the world kind of shunt. Like, it's like it jerks once as the motion shifts from, like, clockwise to counterclockwise to clockwise again, as it feels like you're being tossed back and forth. Everyone takes 21 damage as you are literally just slammed into the fabric of reality. Um, And then give me another D100 roll. Still same rules though. You're not like on a failed destination. It's just, that was a mishap. 48. 48 is a lot better. (laughs) Um, And uh, I do need you to roll another D100. Okay. This is to this you got similar area again.
1: Wonderful. Oh, that's caught. 61
0: The world around you spins and spins and spins as the colors blur and your stomach turns. You keep thinking, "Even home, elves, city, safety, to try and minimize the impact of this failed casting caused by the unrefined nature of this crystal and your mother's exhausted mind still struggling to help you focus. The world starts to slow and you all stagger as you find solid footing on pristine cobblestone. You hear gasps and shocked (gasps) Elvish phrases as you look around and see that you've landed smack dab in the middle of a bustling Elvish marketplace, (laughs) right before the statue of a high Elven woman in mages' rooms, arms outstretched, as if she was embracing the world. Drow, high elves, wood elves, and the like have stopped the business they were going about to gawk at the half-orc teen, accompanied by a winter wolf, a raven, a cow, and a near-unconscious <laughs> orcish woman who had just appeared in the center of the marketplace, scattering some groceries onto the ground. Immediately, you see a few of them run off, calling out an elvish, while others are putting their hands out, kind of backing away as Kala start baring her teeth at these unknown individuals. Wait,
1: Kala! We, we need a medic. We need a, a cleric. Please help. Anyone help.
0: You see, they're all looking around. One of them in honestly very, very good common looks to you and goes, Please, don't hurt us. Please.
1: Yeah, no, you neither. I put my hands up. <laughs> <You> <laughs>
0: Everyone look...
1: <laughs> hands up collectively.
0: <laughs> uh, your mother cautiously putting her hands up still and puts his arms up. You are just looking around, this does not look like no oh, oh, no. Absolutely. <laughs> you do not see a giant fucking crystalline snowflake structure that makes up the majority of this city. Where is your large dome? <laughs> what are you talking about? Another one of the uh, drow elves speaks. You see there's no arcane bubble. There's no city. It looks a lot more gothic in aesthetic. Grim, but elegant in a way all elvish architecture is. It's cold, but not nearly as cold as it was. And it also looks to be a lot like later in the day it almost looks like it's like nearing dinner time or perhaps like when things are kind of winding down in the city by (laughs) to the west you see a vast blue body of water which the city borders and to your right outside of this plaza you see a colossal black citadel that looks like the notre dame and vlad dracula's mansion dark clouds blot out the sun with most of the light coming from purplish fairy fire lampposts that line the streets you begin to you know raise your hands as the sound of large commands barked, in Elvish um, begin to ring out as marching in this thick kind of silver mithril armor, these black and purple Elvish guards um, rushing forward, pikes at the ready. They begin to, like, surround as the rest of the citizens Watch the pull cow. back. Watch the cow! You see Roquefort is, is <laughs> you know, like, winding up as if to charge a little bit. Your I'll mother, kind of
1: walk out a little bit ahead of, like, my mother and Kala and Roquefort and Sylvan. Uh,
0: you see them all uh, freeze and go, do not go any further. Who are you?
1: My name is Gorgonzola, and this is my mother, and my friends Kala, Roquefort, and Stilton. We've been searching everywhere. Please, my mother, she needs medical attention. She's very sick.
0: We mean you no harm. Truly, this is all an accident. We can honestly leave. I'm pretty fine. Also,
1: could I have, like, as soon as this all happened, just like, stuff the Conjuration chart in my pocket? Yeah, give me a slight of hand. I to be
0: like in. Yeah, you guys were kind of all around it, so you do have a chance to try and sneak it away. Okay. I'll say that uh, the passive perception you have to be is 10.
1: Okay, well, I rolled a 2.
0: You stuff this crystal in your bag as you are surrounded. You see the elves look to each other, begin to speak in elvish. Uh, give me a persuasion check okay. 10. <laughs> The elves regard you suspiciously. You are literally a group of total strangers who teleported into a busy night marketplace. So they don't immediately take your word for it that you mean no harm, but they mm-hmm. do look at your mother. I'm going to have um, them roll a medicine check with advantage. She does look ill, sir. And you see the elvish commander go, We oui. And then speaks in elvish a little bit more. And
1: Mom, do you speak any Elvish?
0: It's it's a little rough. Uh they it sounds like a dialect, like undercommon and Elvish fused. Uh, they are not happy with foreign casters randomly appearing in a crowded space. They're kind of debating where, whether or not they should bring us to the dungeon or if they want to kill us on the spot.
1: Oh, okay. Um do you know how to say dungeon please? Where is the dungeon, please? <laughs> <laughs>
0: The curse of me learning Duolingo <laughs> Spanish right now. I immediately knew how to say it in Spanish, but um, she tries to get these words out and they look to her and then continue to murmur to <laughs> each other. Go
1: thumbs up and repeat the word for donjon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> donjon, probably.
1: Donjon, donjon. We would like the donjon, please.
0: <laughs> you see, after a bit of pause, they turn to you. For us. And they begin to march around you, kind of. Essentially taking you into custody without yeah. putting any sort of manacles on you. Polite custody. Polite custody. Elvish custody. <laughs> Elvish custody. <laughs> um, would you like anything to eat or drink while we walk? I'm
1: okay. Thank you so much. Please.
0: It would be rude if we kidnapped you. And did not-
1: <laughs> a, my mother will have a tea.
0: I'll, I, oh, yes. Any sort of hot beverage. Of course. Um, somebody walks <laughs> over with <laughs> So nice
1: here. I'm sorry. Where are we? that has Zola ever heard of Luke Stott?
0: Give me a history check. <laughs> Lisa has heard of Luke Stott.
1: I've heard a little something about Luke Stott. in my other campaign. Hmm, <laughs> not
0: one. That can't be real. This can't be a real place. What the fuck? We Is might this be in a another dimension
1: outside of Evershome.
0: <laughs> what? No. Uh, they lead you through <laughs> these dark streets. People. I mean, practically following behind at a distance to watch these strange newcomers. You see the guards are kind of trying to get people to go back indoors or go back to their business, but people are very curious I about them these four signs. people. You see, them all, you see some children start flashing it, and some parents are like, no, it could be something <laughs> offensive. <laughs> so, you know, you guys continue up as you are being led towards the Black Citadel in the center of the city. It takes only a few minutes for you to be led up these massive charcoal colored stairs towards this bridge that leads over the moat surrounding this massive citadel and up to the strange gothic gates. You see two drow guards there look and give a nod as the doors are slowly opened and you are led inside this incredibly dim, (laughs) honestly vampiric sort of castle. This place is giving me good vibes. Ah, uh, sure. Is this, uh, is this m- your thing? You like, uh, gothic? <laughs> Shaking my
1: head at my mom with fear in my eyes. Nice red carpets.
0: I. <laughs> she looks at you and she messages you and goes, It's been a long time since I've been with the people. I do not know sarcasm very well. Oh, that's okay, Mom. Uh, as you guys are led through, you see... Half of this group sort of starts breaking off as you are stopped for a set of stairs leading downward, and these two guards, communicating in Elvish, deliver some orders. I
1: message my mom back, too, and say, no matter what happens, we can't be separated.
0: Never. Okay. You are brought down the stairs by the remaining guards who lead you to this deep labyrinthian dungeon beneath the castle cages lining the walls most of which are empty but you do see a few criminals here and there people who have been imprisoned for various crimes against the duchy um that you are clearly in this strange city of lukstadt
1: can i be messaging my mom and being like do you have any idea where we are right now or what what their deal is
0: roll a history check with disadvantage
1: they seem super goth
0: she'd rolled two natural 13s lukstadt is one of the many cities of the elves that exist near the Arctic Circle. They so, are run by a, a duchess, I believe.
1: So, across the map from where we want to be.
0: We are in uh, Anatolia. Si. continent. Yeah, see. Si.
1: Okay, that's why this wasn't in my Emeraldian. That explains almanacs. the dialect
0: as well, yes. Yeah. Uh, as you are led down um, and brought into a sort of processing area, you see guards taking a position, somebody comes forward. I will need to confiscate your items, please. Anything on your person that uh, is not necessary, I need to take.
1: Is any of this really necessary? Please, I'm... We're just trying to seek medical attention for my mother. We're not criminals. You can... I'll show you everything I have.
0: It is merely for security purposes. We do this for everybody. Even if you were an esteemed guest, which you are not, You would be...
1: I might be an esteemed guest. You might just not know it yet.
0: Give me an intimidation check. (laughs) Four. That really could be said about anyone, but I'll be honest, teleporting into the middle of a city, not a good way to become a guest.
1: You gotta admit, though, it was stylish. Tonight. I respect <laughs> the hustle,
0: but that is not my position. Please.
1: Um, I give him my bags. I guess I'm gonna try and just, like, let my speaking stone chill in my back pocket and hope maybe that he doesn't check my back pocket. But I'll hand over my bags and then take the tusk and uh, hand it over with a deep breath.
0: Roll a perception check. Uh that too. Rolls an 18. Points I'll give up. him a four. Uh, that Pooh. Why did I say that? Never mind. Thank you for your cooperation.
1: Where is the bathroom? I use the <laughs>
0: words that my mom used for <laughs> uh dungeon,
1: but then I just say bathroom.
0: Uh ho- Right this way. He nods to some other guards nearby who take up spots around the massive cow, winter wolf, raven, and orcish woman uh, who are being held in this sort of processing center.
1: Be nice. That's my mom.
0: (laughs) You see a number of the guards still like cling, <laughs> clinging to their weapons, shaking as you leave the room. I'll be and right back, mom. I got a whiz. <laughs> Your mother nods to you. You do not need to tell me every time, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I
1: message her and say, I'll find out anything I can. Oh,
0: I see now. Good. Yes. Great idea.
1: <laughs> Don't nod. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's nodding.
0: <laughs> um, you are led off a little bit towards this sort of latrine area, for lack of a better word. You head into the bathroom. You are led by some more holding cells. You see a number of what looks like some human prisoners, a few uh, dwarfs, mm-hmm. um, a few elves, too. All pretty rough and tumble people. Some of them look to be like bandits, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, as you are led towards the bathrooms and um, permitted to use them. He goes, be quick, stands mm-hmm. outside the door, leaving you alone inside.
1: Uh, I'll go in the stall and, There's um, always
0: stalls. Every bathroom in fucking Everalia, and all of Faithfall has is fully furnished. There's
1: furbished. no <laughs> I refuse to
0: create a world where bathrooms just aren't as modern as they could be. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you head into one of the stalls.
1: And I guess while I, I'll just stay in there for thirty seconds, and I will, um, take my speaking stone out and message Smite, and just kind of hello go. Wow, it sure is nice here, in Luxstadt in Panatolia, where I ended up. Love to be here, washing my hands.
0: That's an odd thing to say while you're going to the bathroom.
1: It's nice here. Do you like living here? I'm just recording
0: the <laughs> <laughs> sunning stone. So, uh, are you okay? What's going on? Why are you in Panatolia? Why are you talking so weird?
1: Lived here long.
0: I think this is a, this must be a butt dial. Uh, <laughs> I should have just let it go to voicemail. Um, are you trying to communicate anything to him? He, he no, no, definitely I'm, I'm calling seems out,
1: to. I'm calling out to the guy. Who is- <laughs> the <guard. laughs> yeah, the guard. Lived here long?
0: Uh, yes, my whole life. I've I lived in the city.
1: Oh, foggy. Is clear up or?
0: No, this is no. preferable for most of the uh, drow and light-sensitive folks who live here.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Us
0: high elves, we are accustomed to it. There's no problem.
1: Oh, okay, okay. yeah, I got a few drow friends. I got a few high elf friends. You
0: know, I, what are you doing in there? Why are you taking so long?
1: Drying my hands. I walk out.
0: <laughs> you walk out. <laughs> um, he looks at you suspiciously, um, but turns and it begins to lead you away. You are led to where you now find your mother and... Well, Kala has been put in her own cell beside your mother's cell, but mm-hmm. you, the cell door is open for you. These raw iron bars squeaking as they do and you are put inside with your mother. You look uh-huh. and you're probably about, I would say like this hallway area is about 60 feet long to where the processing center was, like where you were just led from. And you see in there, like as the door closed, they're like packing up your things and it looks like they're going and putting them in sort of some sort of chest there.
1: Interesting.
0: As the door closes, you are left relatively alone, just two guards posted in front of it.
1: Excuse me, do do you guys speak common?
0: Uh, Yes, I do. What can I do for you?
1: Do you know how long it might be until my mother can see a cleric?
0: Your request has been submitted and is under review.
1: So, and how long would that usually take? Like a week or... An hour?
0: He doesn't respond.
1: Thank you so much for your help.
0: Can I offer you any tea? Anything to drink or eat? Mom, you want anything? No, I am fine. She (laughs) expresses a little bit of (laughs) (laughs) disapproval towards them. Yeah, I'm good. She messages you. Listen, Gorkonzola, there's no need for us to be... We do not have to stay here. We can try and just escape. I'm fine. I can... I will be fine.
1: We can try, but... Well, we need all of our stuff, and then we need to teleport out. And I'm worried that we've been using the conjuration shard a lot.
0: Based on the theory that you have told me, I suppose that could be dangerous, but... And she looks towards the two guards, and then back to you. How much time do you think we have?
1: Not a lot. You're right. You
0: hear Kala <laughs> in the... in the Literally, this fucking cell is as big as Kala. <laughs> She's moaning and you hear um, in the cell next to you guys. The <laughs> as Roquefort is also moving pretty loudly with still in on top of his head.
1: Do I only see the... Two guards, and then where is the chest with our stuff?
0: So, like, if you guys are um, in your cell, mm-hmm. all the way to the right down the hall, 60 feet, or where those two guards are posted in front of a wooden door with a with raw iron bars as like a little window that they can slide open and close mm-hmm. before it was closed, which it is now, that's where you saw the chest in the room you just came from.
1: You guys aren't bribeable, are you?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I I can't believe you just yelled that. I guess give me a you know what? I This is so funny. I'm not going to give you disadvantage. Just roll a persuasion check.
1: Okay. Uh 13.
0: You see one of them goes, "Of course not." Can I charm
1: person on him?
0: The other one goes, "Totally."
1: I charm person on. <laughs> <laughs> the one who said no. Yeah, listen to your pal. Uh, no.
0: Wait, they begin to argue back and forth. Uh, what's the distance for Charm Person?
1: 30 feet. They're too far away.
0: They look, they're about 60 feet. So you you would have to kind of think of a good reason to have them come over or something.
1: Come over here and we'll discuss terms.
0: N- no, we are not doing that. Looks together and again starts berating him in <laughs> Elvish. He's like, sir, please, you know, must be reasonable. We all have families. We all need money. Monsieur. Uh, and, and is immediately <laughs> getting reamed for being bribeable. You see your mother looks at you and goes, Oh, I'm feeling so sick, uh, and doubles over in pain.
1: At least bring me my bag so that I can try and give her a Tums.
0: <laughs> they get, uh, With a deception check of 13. Uh, I'm going to roll some insight <laughs> checks. It's a seven for the guy who was pretty much willing to be bribed. They they answered at the same time. They're like, yes, no. (laughs) Um, And that's a ten for the other one. So these two look over, and the one who was willing goes, sir. She's
1: sick. She hasn't had a checkup in 18 years.
0: (laughs) The elf looks to the other elf, nods, and the one who was more willing heads into the other room, um, and returns with a like flagon of some water like some ah. some some water to help out and some cups. You see the elf who is on guard takes them and begins to walk over towards you guys and goes here and Proceeds to pour water into the cups and place them before the cell.
1: I misty step behind him and then try and slam his face into the bars.
0: Give me an uh, okay opposed grapple check. I feel like that would be the most fair thing. So he goes, Whoa! you disappear, appear behind him. Ooh, he rolled very well. Mm. What did you get? 28. Almost as good as that, but not quite with a natural <laughs> 19. Whoa, you whack. Smack his skull into the cell. We'll say that this is just an unarmed strike. So I guess we'll, uh, is that? Just five for you? Seven. Seven damage. Whoa! <laughs> as his head smacks, he goes oh! Calls out for the other. You have a second attack. You Look, he like it's like time slows. Your eye catching all the intricate movements as he doubles over. The the sound of the bars like warbling as your eye catches the other guard in shock begin to open, like reach for the door.
1: Can I just try and like smack his head down again? I don't wanna like, I don't
0: wanna try and kill him. You I just wanna try and knock, knock him unconscious. Yeah, go ahead, give me another attack. Dirty 20. With the first smack, his helmet topples off. He clutches his head. You grab his blonde hair and slam him into the <laughs> the bars once more. Uh, give me, uh, roll your damage.
1: Uh, If it's just an unarmed oh, strike, it's, it's another seven. seven. So, so 14 he-
0: total. Unconscious falls to the ground. The other guard looks. Let's One roll One second, Mom. Okay. Six. You actually beat him with a natural three. Um, your mother rolled a two. Kala and the uh, other animals are going to act on their own initiative, which is a 17, but they can't really do anything. So you are first. What would you like to do?
1: Bonus action. Summon the Tusk into my hands.
0: It appears. Oh, my uh, uh, the other guard panics, tries to rip open the door, and looks like he's going to start yelling.
1: Um, I will just run and grab him and throw a hand over his mouth and go, just let my mom out and take us
0: to the park. I'll tell you this right now. He is still 60 feet away because oh, the other guard away. came closer.
1: Okay, then we're going to have to do more drastic measures, <laughs> aren't we then? <laughs> we certainly are, my friend. I will dash... So, 60 feet, and I use my bonus action. That's my whole turn.
0: I will action surge. Okay. In a flash, he turns just to, like, get a look, and you are already, like, lurching towards him. Goes, oh, blue! goes, um, ah! It opens his mouth to scream. <laughs> Go I'll ahead.
1: put the tusk up against his throat and say, I really, really don't want to hurt you, but actually... I'm trying to save a whole lot of elves right now and I don't have time for this.
0: Just the force you're coming in with. He has his hand on the door to open it. You slam into it. The tusk holding in his neck. Just sounds like he shut the door really loudly from the other side. Give me the keys. Give me an intimidation check and I'll say you can roll with advantage.
1: <laughs> uh, After
0: knocking, that performance.
1: knocking his friend out, clearing the room.
0: <laughs> giving this man a for sure concussion. That man is concussed. He gets paid leave, though. Eighteen
1: intimidation.
0: You see the guard? This drow man looks to you. What? Please, don't hurt me. Give me the keys. Shaking reaches onto his belt, unhooks the keys, and hands them to you. Where's my bag? He looks into the room behind him.
1: Here you go, Mom. I'll toss her the keys.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's simple enough. She reaches through the bars, catches them, um, drops them because she's really tired and picks them up, (laughs) Um, and you hear the sound of things unlocking as she begins to free herself and then the animal companions. My bags. He nods in the other room. There are others in there. They will stop you. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And you remember, there were probably about three other elves just who mm-hmm. led you down here and probably are still in like that processing center right there. You sure you don't want to just go in there and
1: grab them for me? Are we out of initiative?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll in say a- you're out of initiative because you intimidated, intimidated him, him sufficiently into not attacking you. So. Can I try
1: and charm person him again?
0: All right, he'll roll a wisdom save. You're not in combat, but I think he would view you as an enemy. As an enemy, so sure. he's gonna roll with and advantage.
1: We're not, yeah, we're not acquaintances for sure. <laughs> um, okay. an 18 wisdom.
0: He oh, with a natural 15 fails because they only add <laughs> one to wisdom. Uh, he goes,
1: "It's fine. Just tell them that they're being
0: too tough on you for you, sure.
1: Just tell them that they're moving us to a separate booking facility."
0: I don't want to and lie. And you're going to grab
1: this, those things. It's not a lie. We're moving to a separate booking facility. Oh, I
0: didn't hear about that. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and <laughs> it turns. Um, you and your mother kind of pull to the side as he mm-hmm. opens the door and heads in. He goes, Monsieur, Monsieur, and begins to talk to his friends in <laughs> Elvish. Um, I'm... Hmm. <laughs> Let's I have you give me a persuasion check. He adds okay. nothing to this. So All just right. roll flat. Yeah. I'm going to say DC 10 to make them be like nothing's wrong. Right. DC 15 to be like we 100% buy this strange lie that's literally coming out of nowhere. 7. <laughs> what are you talking about? We literally just brought them down here. I don't think they're getting our back. You hear that they are now beginning to argue? Um, On the other side, they're like, what is wrong with you? You know, they're all just talking in a mix of this, like, undercommon, elvish, and common. Your mother looks to you. We could take advantage of the chaos if, I mean, you did a good job. For really, sure. your technique is incredible. Thank
1: you. Are you okay to fight or do you want to hang back for a second? Because I got these guys. I'm good. I'm All good. Right. Hey, swallow those keys, Kala. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's like if you've ever seen those TikToks where they do like the here comes the airplane and then they cut to the other person, their <laughs> mouth is massively <laughs> open. And you see Kala, wider than necessary, chomps down on the keys, swallowing them. I'm ready when you are.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's kill some elves. Kick down the door. Okay, (laughs) we're knocking people out. I really
0: don't want to
1: impact this place politically. It's kind of like a (laughs) a butterfly. uh...
0: (laughs) Let's roll initiative and we'll see how it goes. Natural twenty. For the guards.
1: Natural 20 for me, bitch. Ooh. Fuck you. Oh. Suck my ass. Suck my dick.
0: <laughs> what is your What is your dexterity?
1: Plus zero. You know it is.
0: I'm so sorry, my friend. <laughs> they get a plus one to dex. They are going to go first. But you That's will okay. be second in initiative. I'm um, still
1: in the air, <laughs> flying through after I kick the door down when they're leaping, fighting me. <laughs> they immediately
0: all turn, and they're, they're like, Gerard, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Blades being turned. Gerard, you were supposed to get the bags. You see, they're going to run and attack you. That's gonna be a dirty 20 on the first one. The second hit does not work. we to do two more attacks. Next one is only gonna be a 15 and a five. So first few coming in, I'll you're able shield. to easily block. And then the last one you <laughs> throw up that arcane shield they all blast stumbling back it is now your turn you see the elf you've convinced um, switching back to common goes fellas we don't need to fight we're all friends here right come sure. on. which locker is it it's that one over there friend
1: <laughs> okay I um, will just use the disengage to try and push through everyone and go grab my stuff you easily <laughs> knock
0: these very <laughs> thin elves out of the way and just bolt towards these like various containers you see it's it's almost like um, it's almost like a a filing cabinet system, yeah. but these are instead of filled with files, you see the various items. You begin to like pull open. You see illicit substances. You see weapons. I'm grabbing random shit. <laughs> Just okay. Give me, uh, give me a slide of hand check to see what okay. you can get.
1: <laughs> Not one.
0: <laughs> okay, you get something. It looks like this bag of this brown substance. You grab it. Um, you. Grab your um, bags. You grab the crystal um, and you turn back. You see your mother, Kala, and Stilton, and Roquefort all entering into the room <laughs> in an insane <laughs> battle cry. <of laughs> and like, for my daughter! <laughs> um, okay, it is now going to be mozzarella's turn. Yeah,
1: mom, let's see what you got.
0: Mozzarella, here we go. She doesn't have her weapon. She can't go into her blade song. She is going to cast. You watch as she looks at them and goes, back away from my daughter. Um, (laughs)
1: They're not even really on me, Mom.
0: (laughs) um, And they are all going to have to roll wisdom saves as she casts fear. Oh, oh, oh. Mom, that's bitchin'. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Two of them pass and go, you are in violation of, and start listing (laughs) a bunch of different codes. Um, (laughs) Uh, It doesn't work on (laughs) bootlickers. Noted. These other guys... and immediately are going to, on their turn, have to bolt and start heading up the stairs away. The commotion, I will say, is echoing back towards the rest of the Citadel.
1: Surely. So
0: naturally, this does not seem like the kind of combat you will be able to keep for more than maybe 20 seconds (laughs) without it getting pretty overrun. Um, That is her action. She is then just going to um, keep put rather than risk any opportunity attacks. And it is now going to be Kala's turn. Kala, with a nat one, leaps forward, um, and one of the guards is cowering so much that she just goes straight over him. Uh, (laughs) Wow. What? How did that even fucking happen? Good jump, though. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Thanks. Roguefort and Stilton are familiars, just kind of are making noise and getting in the faces of the other guards as they're trying to get up. The guards swinging their rapiers. I'm good! I feel like Stilton and Roguefort would be Kind of trying to
1: like herd me and my mom together, and me and Kala and my mom together, because we all need to be touching the
0: shard at one time. So they're both
1: like <laughs> circling around doing herding tactics.
0: As your mother is casting fear and essentially like cussing these people out, lots of <laughs> lots of gestating with her hands as they cower in front of her. As they're almost running away from her, I'm doing the awkward thing where you go back and forth
1: between someone, so I'm trying to get back oh, to her. Sorry. So uh, <laughs> you go this <laughs> way.
0: Um, as they are t- panicking, you see that rogue. Is kind of nudging your mother towards you, and still in is ha, ha, just flying in <laughs> their faces. Sacred Crow, why do you oppose us? You are the symbol of our nation. Um, that is going to be their turn. Top of the order is the other elves. Half of them flee up the fucking stairs. Bye. One of them is charmed by you, but I will say that that one <laughs> is, is one hard? of the ones, Gerard. Um, I am out of here. This is not for me. Thanks for the tea, Gerard. <laughs> of course, enjoy your day. Runs off. <laughs> we are supposed to be hospitable, not idiots, and pushovers, <laughs> what are you doing, Gerard? Um, that, oh my God. That is most of their turns. The other ones are going to try and stop you from getting the all of your items. Mm-hmm. They like search towards you. One of them is gonna roll a 19. The other one totally misses. It just clangs off your armor. You hear like a ringing noise. You turn, he goes... Uh, Mm -mm. And the other one takes the advantage of your shaking your head to swing down with a natural 19. I'll shield again. You easily block it and he stumbles back. Not worth it, guys. Cast They're calling up now and you begin to hear the sound of footsteps growing louder and louder. It is now your turn. You are in possession of the shard once more. You will have to risk an opportunity attack to get close enough to your allies, but you definitely can do so and teleport on this turn.
1: Okay, great. Now that I have actually learned this spell and don't just have one use of it, I'm gonna flex with a second Misty Step and Misty Step back over to my mom.
0: You disappear and reappear right next to your mother. Oh, crazy to do that twice. It kind of makes you a little nauseous. <laughs> you are getting... Wow, I... I am so proud to be hand, my baby. You know. uh, grabs your hand. Kala. Kala runs over, putting a paw gently on Still top. Still in, rogue for it. This better be the last time. <laughs> I uh, doubt it. Give me a check using your spellcasting modifier. <laughs> and you roll with advantage um, because your mother is helping you picture. I guess actually at this point you already know. So just roll, mm-hmm. just roll an arcana okay. Uh, flat. Okay. Technically it's your mom rolling because you can't cast two spells in one turn. Wave goodbye
1: to the nice guards. You wanna pay
0: for this. <laughs> No, no, no. It's a 13. Give me another D100 roll. The world, (laughs) the grays and blacks and purples of this strange dungeon begin to swirl as you hear calls and elvish fading away. We were in prison. Uh, As you... 70. Wow.
1: This... (laughs) I feel like we handled that well, but I'm I'm ready for it to be over.
0: <laughs> that could have been really bad, but it went honestly probably as fast as it could have went. Uh, honestly, it was kind of like a fun little side trip. <laughs> Just a quick little encounter, you know
1: what I mean? Mom, do you remember when we
0: went to Lukstadt and got in prison for a second? I would love to visit there once more, you know, probably nice. taste yeah. the cuisine instead the of go stuff. straight to jail. Yeah. yeah. Um, You begin to feel the world spinning and spinning and spinning, the colors blurring as you can Continue to think, Iverholm, elves, city, safety. Anywhere that is in prison, Anywhere that is in prison. (laughs) (laughs) To try and minimize the impact of what you now recognize as the world slips away from you as a failed casting. You suddenly (laughs) reappear, once again finding solid footing at the base of a wide icy staircase that leads up to a small plateau overlooking both forest and then ocean in the distance. At the top, you see what can only be described as a monastery made from white, blue stone and crystal, not matching the description of Iverholm, but similar in construct. It looks elvish in design, and based on the similarities to the vision you've seen of Iverholm it actually feels like maybe you're back on the right continent, though a different spot. And as you're kind of looking around, you you spot perhaps the most interesting feature of all. Emblazoned on the center spire, an eight-pointed star petroglyph, the symbol of Mistra. Kala growls, Roquefort stops a bit frightened, and your mother groans, leaning on him. Other than that, though, it is dead silent, only the sound of wind in the distance. It is, again, back to the regular time that you left which seems to be around like nearing sunset late day
1: thank you Mestra.
0: let's go your mother puts a hand on your shoulder looking up at the megastructure with worry in her eyes glaciel in elvish town settled in the ruins of the old winter abbey there should be people here she steps closer Looking up at the megastructure, it was built by the first elves, members of the Shadowshine family, run by warrior priests known as the monks of the Frozen Fist. During the maldiction, though, all that was lost. Supposedly all of its residents just... disappeared. It was left empty for a thousand years out of fear and foul magics, into the new Shadowshine Queen's permitted resettlement.
1: Do you think if it was an old monastery, maybe there's
0: someone who could help you? She touches her neck. It is certainly possible that the people who settled in here are strong enough to have someone who can dispel this. Let's try. She nods, and you guys look towards the stairs and begin to walk.
1: Kala, do you two maybe want to... <sighs> no, Kala, I don't want to tell you what to do. And also, you're kind of helpful to have along because you
0: scare people. You look, and as you were even mentioning the idea of them perhaps separating (laughs) together, Kala looks pretty hungrily at (laughs) her
1: Uh, Never mind. I I think maybe we should stick together,
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) You guys all begin to trudge up the stairs, desperate to escape the brutal tundra and winter forest around you. As you begin to walk, it doesn't take you too long, though you do move cautiously, trying to suss out if anyone is here, scanning the high walls for any sort of guards. You don't see much lighting, at least on this side or at the top of the walls. Kala looks, Keep that blasted crystal ready. I would rather deal with that than this elvish nonsense.
1: Yeah, a lot of nonsense going on, but it's really quiet here.
0: You all head to the top, finding yourself before a massive gate. But there's no one there to greet you. There's no one there to call down or to call up to, to open it. Just these massive wooden doors placed in.
1: You said that there was sort of like a plateau overlooking. Is the gate before the plateau? Like, are we looking down on the... Stairs
0: up the plateau... Plateau, and then Megastructure Monastery in the center of it, okay. kind of towering over everything. So you do have a you have a really good look over the forest right now. Yeah, you? and it's just forest and tundra. You can give me a perception check, try and suss out maybe a little bit closer to where you are. That or survival.
1: Okay, I will do perception.
0: 23. With that good of a check, I think that you surmise, especially based on the sun's placement in the sky, you are far west of where you need to be but you are on the continent of emeralia
1: it's good to be home fun to travel abroad with you
0: i again would love to do that when we are not you know <laughs> mommy in daughter such road trip, <laughs> good love, <right>? i'm loving <laughs> this little bonding we're getting to it's do.
1: fun we got to break out a prison together by the way that fear spell
0: i remember a few things from my casting time i used to be so much better i've i've fallen out of practice okay <laughs> can we focus up? There's something fucking crazy going on. We need to stop bonding, maybe? Ha! Yelling at Kala.
1: Um, I'll try and I put a finger on the gate and see if anything happens.
0: Nothing happens. No sort of, like, arcane blast right. or anything.
1: I'll try and just hulk my way over it to see. You want to
0: climb it or push through it?
1: No, climb it.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, just give me an athletics check. You're, you're, you're going to definitely be able to do this. Let's see how fast you can do it. Mm,
1: 23.
0: Mm. So if you roll a 12 and you're like, oh, it's so bad for mm,
1: me. No, no.
0: You hulk your
1: way up the fucking wall,
0: which, by the way, does not have a ton of handholds? It's like pretty smooth. You're like, hold on, mom. Take a few steps back and then...
1: It's really the Crocs. The Crocs somehow
0: bring with the spring. Crocs, reach out to us and sponsor us. The, the email is Crocs, in your inbox, answer my, my friend. my email. <laughs> As you begin to scale up the wall pulling yourself onto the parapet 60 feet above where your mother is far down below you with Kala and Roquefort you look around you see from this vantage point that Inside of this wall is like this massive yard around the actual structure that you see from the outside. It's kind of, I mean, it kind of reminds you of any sort of castle where it's like you have your outer walls, mm-hmm. you have the castle grounds, and then you have the castle proper. Right. From here, I'll also say that you have a good vantage point from the main road that leads from the gate to this structure. You see it leads through a large archway into what looks like a cloister, which is mm-hmm. basically, if you've ever seen a monastery, the yard within the monastery so there's a wall a yard a monastery and then inside that looks to be another one hidden by the structure around Mm -hmm. it but you don't see anyone you see occasionally some similar to luxtat some purple fairy fire lights that are illuminated kind of positioned equidistant from each other in a way that you would expect a city would run it looks like this place is inhabited you're not sure if Maybe you're just like, oh, these enchantments have been here for a long time and they're staying. Or if it was recently abandoned, or if they're still here. It's hard to know. What do you see up there?
1: Looks like a yard and a cloister. Any people? No, I message her. No one. But the lanterns, they're magically lit. Oh, can I just hop down onto the um, ground and try
0: and open the gate up for her? You want to just leap down, or...? Well, I... No, (laughs) I I climbed... I just
1: gotta check. I just gotta (laughs) check how we're getting down. No, I climbed up, so if I can kind of just, like, you know, I'll, like, put my hands on the the wrought iron and kind of just walk myself down, like, with my
0: crocs. Really, Noah? (laughs) Why don't you just give me... Give me an athletic check, all yeah, right, let's see what happens.
1: Dirty twenty
0: it is quite the maneuver. And I would say about halfway down, you begin to feel the pull of gravity a little too much and start fff, just straight up start <laughs> sliding down the but wall. But this
1: is teen shit, hopping a fence. Uh, oh, I'm I, good, mom. I'll do this whole time. Mother, are oh, you right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm good.
0: Why did you do that? I there must have I might have a I might remember a spell or something. Well,
1: yeah, I could have used Featherfall or Misty Step, but I didn't really expect to use all those spell slots getting out of prison. So trying Fair. to conserve. It's fine. I'm strong. I trust you. I. I can fall from great heights. I'll be okay. Okay. I'll always get back up.
0: Okay. (laughs) She looks nervously around. Kala goes, shall we try the door? Could you open it from your side?
1: Yes. I'll try and open it up from my side.
0: Give me an athletic check and roll with advantage because Kala and Roquefort both put their heads against it and start to pull. Okay.
1: 29.
0: You push and push. You begin to hear wood creaking some splintering noises, <clears throat> but it's a pretty solid door. It was a DC 30 to just push open this door. That's not supposed <laughs> wow. to be opened inward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's wooden?
0: Yeah. It's like, oh. a, it's like made of Wild Winter wood evergreens. Like, you know, it's in similar way to how um, the massive planks of the Verodontes made up drift in. This makes up the vast majority of like this door.
1: Mom, you don't um, have Misty step, do you?
0: You call over to your mother. She, after a few moments, <laughs> appears next to you with this massive uh, cow <laughs> and goes, all right, and now I'm going to go get the winter wolf. She <laughs> disappears and then <laughs> reappears once more. Kala, this time with her. Still in. <laughs> ah, dive bombing <laughs> over. Now <laughs> lands on your shoulder. You are standing in this massive yard before the megastructure monastery. It is basilica in size, eerily quiet with no one in sight and only the whistle of wind through the open air. Kala's fur is already bristling and you feel Stilton and Roquefort sort of tight in the formation you have entered into. It's a geometric megastructure. So this yard with the outer wall goes around it and it looks like it is shaped almost in a similar way to match the eight pointed star of Mistra. Though the structure itself is not like a big star, it's you see eight roads leading from the outer wall to the main structure, all of which have beautiful sort of topiaries and various gardens that seem to be like frosted over, well kept, but for some reason abandoned. They're trimmed? Yeah. The
1: topiaries are trimmed.
0: They must have just left or something. They This looks
1: Or in- and I message my mom. Or they're invisible and they're watching us right now.
0: You see, she reaches for where at one point she had a weapon, but then pats in and goes, Alright, well, um, where do we where do we want to go then?
1: Hey mom. You take this. <laughs> I'll hand her the gun.
0: <laughs> she holds this strange,
1: still unfolded weapon in her hands. Unless you want the rod I bound you with.
0: Uh, I guess I will I guess the rod I don't know what this is <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> this is the gun you spoke of uh-huh. I've only seen you shoot a dragon in the asshole with this so I do not need
1: okay yes you saw that huh <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the one thing I tried to keep out but it's tricky spell strangely
0: still. strangely spent a lot of time on that one <laughs> Uh, hands you back the gun, Hi, and you hand over the, the, wall, rod. <laughs> the rod. Give me a perception check while you guys are standing there. Okay,
1: based on sight or hearing.
0: Based on sight.
1: innit 20.
0: You look out into this odd, seemingly abandoned space, unable to shake the feeling that something is off. Then you spot it. Your glasses and the burning eye of Groomsh, an incredibly perceptive combination footsteps where this path meets the monastery. The structure blocked enough of the snowfall to preserve these footsteps while the others, those that would have been out in the open in this yard are already covered by the increasing snowfall. You see movement from behind a pillar. You grasp your blade but they're gone.
1: I see someone over there. Footsteps. <laughs>
0: Oh. did you hear that
1: yeah get your rod ready mom
0: <laughs> never heard that before <laughs> <laughs> activates the rod you see far in the distance by the monastery a flicker of lantern like light floating into the arched passageway that leads into the cloister and then it's out of sight
1: I'll start slowly treading through the snow following it
0: Pulling into a formation, you guys begin to move together very slowly. Everyone on guard.
1: I fought these remaining souls when I met the elves. will o you saw them.
0: See, they are a remnant of those who lose their lives to unfortunate circumstances here in the north.
1: So what happened to this whole town?
0: I don't know. As she looks around you guys continue to walk down the path following the beautiful geometry of this space like many monasteries there are several buildings here that connect to form the larger building and you see it's built so tall that it actively hides the contents of this courtyard where at this point as you get closer you can see a massive tree growing something that reminds you of the haven tree but evergreen similar to the trees that are surrounding this place. You also see, though it's difficult to maybe make out the details, looks like some sort of maybe statue standing before it. You're like a dimension door's distance from this tree as you're walking closer to it, when suddenly an elvish man dressed in periwinkle robes appears before you. He's looking up at the sky, eyes wide. why, wait, what? Suddenly, he begins to age rapidly, older and older, skin dehydrating and cracking until Uh, he blinks out of reality. I... You all stunned stand there, Kala's tail between her legs. Did you see that?
1: Does... does someone need help?
0: Your call echoes throughout the monastery. No response.
1: Slash, can someone help me?
0: Please echoing around you. No response. That was, we were very nice. I think there must be something wrong because we're being really nice. Was that
1: an image or was that real?
0: I don't know. Give me either an arcana or religion check. 14. With a 14, I think that you can successfully surmise that that was not an image. That was a physical being that just appeared, aged, and disappeared. Do you continue to walk?
1: No. He was like, in front of us? About
0: 15 feet ahead of you, he just appeared, looking up at the sky, these periwinkle robes, before he suddenly aged and disappeared.
1: I gently loosen my mom's hand around the teacup that she still has from Luchta. <laughs> I take the little tea bag
0: and I'll toss it into the How snow. How long have I been holding that? Did I hold that through the whole fight? Yeah, just put that down, mom. That's okay. okay. Sorry, I'm just a little stressed. I kind of hold on to things when I'm stressed. Yeah,
1: just loosen up your, your
0: grip a little bit. <laughs> it's really hard to pull the teabag. Yeah, but you successfully do it, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll toss the teabag like, towards where I saw the man to see if like it like, shrivels up or something
0: lands freezes a little bit because it's so cold here but doesn't like suddenly turn to dust or anything and with your arcana check you don't see any glyphs you don't see any sort of like person casting you didn't catch anything granted obviously it wasn't like you rolled an at 20 but you i think zola at least feels confident that that was like a person that just appeared and then disappeared
1: yeah that was weird i would like to check out that statue
0: Alright, you're not going alone. Okay.
1: If anything starts to happen to anyone, yell, and I will try to counterspell or d- do something.
0: I think we need to prepare to be making a quick exit if necessary. Yeah. Agreed. I'm not scared, but you all look very scared, so I think we should maybe leave now.
1: Kala, you're being very brave. Let's just look at the statue real quick.
0: Thank you. You all begin to slowly move forward towards the monastery until you are right below the massive stone archway that leads into it. You now see it's still probably about 100, maybe 200 feet ahead of you. Similar to most monasteries, there is like a hallway lined with arches around the cloister that makes essentially the most open portion of this building where everything else is like a bunch of rooms you can access from this area um and ahead of you you see a lightly snowy dusted field with a massive evergreen that rises high into the sky easily uh, like a hundred or so feet but it's still blocked by the rest of this structure kind of hiding it from the outside world and before it you see a statue made of the same stone this elvish being kneeled before in praise of this androgynous looking figure standing before the tree, arms outstretched. Mistra.
1: Why do you keep bringing me to you?
0: As you are looking at this. You're seeing, again, this kind of purplish-bluish light cast from fairy fire lanterns throughout the space. You spot another figure, a woman, separate from the statue of Mistra and this elf. She's on her knees before the statue in the distance, crying, until she's not disappearing once more.
1: What's happening?
0: Do we want, are we taking shelter here? Maybe we shouldn't be out in the open.
1: Right. I guess I want to keep trying to continue towards this tree.
0: Okay. You walk through this hallway and out into the cloister. Similar to the grounds outside, it looks well manicured. It looks like it's been taken care of recently. Dusted with snow, probably just the little that can make it by the massive structure that kind of shields it from the winds around it. It's quiet. statue, as you get closer, becomes more clear. It is indeed Mistra, and it looks like this bald elf. Um, You can't tell if they're drow or high elf or what kind of elf they are, but they are kneeling in sort of reverence of Mistra. And she is gesturing up at the tree in a way that makes you kind of infer that these things might be connected in some way though you're not sure why
1: does the tree look like it has any kind of active magical effect on it right now there's no i mean there's no portal or anything in it it's just a tree
0: if you use your eye of groom maybe you can suss out a little more
1: yes i will use my detect magic ability
0: you open your red eye as it begins to scan the space. You immediately detect evocation magic. You see like the fairy fire. You imagine that that is probably rooted in that. You look at the tree and you get more evocation magic and abjuration, this kind of, this almost protection healing sort of energies almost. Um, You also detect necromancy in the air. You also detect some Almost transmutation. Okay. Kind of a lot going on here right now. Do you think we should stay? There might be people here. And you see she looks around. Again, it does feel like people were here recently, oddly enough.
1: Right. Maybe Maybe they're scared. Maybe they're hiding somewhere. Down one of these paths. But this statue and this tree. Getting such a weird feeling from it. You saw the, the giant tree that
0: see, was Haven in the tree. temple,
1: and also the one in the Verdantes, and and the one in the socket. It's so weird that they'd have a big tree too. I mean, I guess people like trees.
0: The one in the socket was caused by your friends. See? Yeah. Ah, that's maybe. I mean, parallel, but I don't know if it has to do with this one. All right, I'm just throwing stuff at the wall, Mom. Sorry, yeah. Seeing I, what sticks. I know, I, I'm sorry. Not to shoot. Uh, you're right, you're right. I shouldn't shoot on ideas. I'm just sorry. saying
1: a lot of trees going on.
0: <laughs> Let's get out of here. Give me a stealth check. Okay. And this will be a group check. So it's not going to be with advantage, okay. but you um, are essentially, your role will count for everyone.
1: Okay. Mm. Well... It's a two.
0: Exploring these halls. We have a cow with us. <laughs> oh, just okay, You turn, Rogue you see Ford. Rogue is grazing. <laughs> ha, ha, trying to pull on Rogue Ford's collar. <laughs> are you like going close to the tree or did you want to actually look through the halls for people? Which, Or are you splitting up? I guess up?
1: If, I, if I feel like there's more that I could investigate in the tree. Like have I kind of made my way around it? I
0: think at least how I interpreted it was that you got, you're like... I'm looking at it. You're looking at You're like 30 feet from the tree, okay. 15 feet from the statue, which that's, okay. you can get a full view of the statue right now. The tree you haven't like touched. I want to suss
1: track. out the tree, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, you approach, you move slowly past the statue, looking at it closely. You see Mistra's serene face. You see the elf praising her, looks to be in in ecstasy and admiration of her passing the statue, you approach this massive tree, its thick roots bursting from the soil, lightly coated with some of the snow. Barely any at this point, since it shields so much. You put your hand to it. It Feels like all the other trees that you've felt, but your eye of grooms tells you that this is definitely giving off some strong, magical energy.
1: Hmm. It's weird, Mom. There's like abjuration and evocation, which... Kind of reminds me of us.
0: That's interesting. I Abjuration is typically protection magic, wards and such.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And evocation, though it can be violence, it can also be productive. Cured wounds, for example, is right. is evocation. Right. So she begins to approach too, and you see Kala like keeping watch as. Rookfort grazes nearby, and you two now are standing before the tree together.
1: I think I could try something.
0: I won't stop you. I support all sorts of research. I am a mage myself, you know.
1: Okay. I'll, um, reach forward with, like, a little pocket knife and just try and, like, flick off a little piece of the bark. Like, as if I'm going to, like, go carve my name or something into it. A little scratch.
0: You... Give it a small scratch, just enough to break through the bark, and you see a little dribble of sap slowly making its way down. No other movements. No other. No one lurches out. The tree doesn't react. You just watch the sap slowly drip.
1: Okay. Well. Um. I'll message the tree. You're not alive, are you?
0: you message the tree you do not get any sort of sentient response but just opening your mind to this tree it's almost like you hear like a like a dull thrumming this energy beneath everything powerful magic coming from this tree and you see as you look back up at where you scratched it the wood has already healed and the sap has you know essentially stopped running But it still remains a trickle there. Stuck to it. It looks reddish in color, with like as you're getting as you like squint at it, almost like glints a little bit. Is this a healing tree? (laughs) It smells like a tree to me, so I don't know. Have you uh, the secrets of this city and the people who lived here both Recently, she looks around, and thousands of years ago are very well kept. I, I I, guess suppose it could be a secret that they've hidden from everyone.
1: Wow. I'll put my finger out and dab up a little bit of the
0: sap on my finger. Sticky, very viscous. You take it, sniff it. Smells pleasant, piney, you know, like um, it, it's reminiscent of like muglio syrup, that like pine syrup that's famous in northern Italy. It's it's thick and like you see it sticking between your fingers. Smells good. Doesn't it's not like corroding your fingers or anything and you and you don't have any sort of are you doing anything with it? Are you going to are you applying it anywhere or try to taste it or something?
1: Here, mom. I stick my finger in front of her mouth.
0: You guys have a long, sustained eye contact pause as your mother experiences something that probably plenty of parents do. As a child (laughs) puts their hand on something and goes, here you go, and (laughs) then presents it to their parent with pride. She goes, You
1: said you were down for all kinds of research.
0: Okay, she takes a finger and takes a little drop of it, puts it in her mouth. Mmm. Wow. She goes over and, like, Wait, touches it again. no.
1: Mm. I stop her. I just stop her You arm. grab her hand. Just, we'll just make sure you aren't allergic to it first. <laughs> or it's not cursed, you know. Is my tongue swelling up?
0: She puts her tongue out.
1: No, I look in her eyes to see if she's deeply cursed.
0: <laughs> Give me an arcana check. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. She doesn't look deeply cursed. <laughs> she looks... Honestly more vivacious, more pepped up. It doesn't seem like she's less exhausted mechanically, and you still see the chain around her neck, but I'll tell you right now, it seems like the damage that was sustained by that mishap teleportation was healed a little bit.
1: I try a little too.
0: (laughs) You take a little too? Like,
1: wait, why am I experimenting on my mom?
0: (laughs) Um, You can roll your hit dice as a way of healing, if you would like. You can roll as many as you want. And oh as God. you taste it, it's sweet, it's it's definitely thick, but it reminds you of a healing potion. Almost the kind of strange, like, bright... <laughs> in my head, it's a similar um, palate sensation uh, when you drink a healing potion as when you drink, like, a monster energy. You know, it's like, there's a little oh, yeah. bit of a buzz and carbonation, it's a little sharp, sweet... Uh, almost like burning a little bit this gives you all of that but then with an extra layer of this almost like pepperminty pine flavor overneath it all
1: delicious okay let's get away from these creepy giggles
0: (laughs) you look around nothing yet
1: i get back up almost to full
0: kala goes over begins to lick it Mm, not meat but still pretty good
1: right i hope we aren't all cursed now all right mistra we're gonna go check out your temple
0: no response as you turn away from the tree and do you want to like head around to the other side you see that there's like four main roads kind of across leading to the tree it circles around and continues to more of the structure beyond it
1: yeah, just kind of pick one at random that I think has a nice looking garden and start walking towards the structure.
0: You begin to walk through the beautiful snow-dusted gardens towards the arches that line this space. As you begin to explore the halls, you see there is beautiful mosaic artwork. Ancient, whimsical, and fractal designs depicting a very familiar story, the creation of Fay I won't bore you with the retelling. <laughs> but you do see all the key events, including a few that you probably could surmise happened, but you didn't you know, necessarily witness them in any other sort of murals or text. You see, like, Mistra gathering air from the plane of air. You see her filling the oceans from the plane of water. Just various scenes from the beginning of this world millennia ago. Um, you continue to walk, occasionally hearing a giggle off the walls around you. At one point, you see a massive door made of stone this time, an archway that is pretty much the only exit that you find as you're like walking through. They seem to all kind of lead to this final door, Um, and you see upon it there is another eight-pointed star as well as some lines written in elvish around it. At each point, you see that there is a translucent, kind of pale crystal, uh, and then there is one full crystal shaped like the star within the star that's on the door itself. You look before it, you suddenly hear banging, and you turn and you see an elvish woman banging on the door before she disappears.
1: I feel like we're seeing something happen. Um, I'll knock on the door.
0: You knock on the door. It echoes throughout the entire hall around you, but there is no response.
1: I'll try and push it open.
0: You try and push it open, and it doesn't budge a bit. It's so solid that it might as well be a wall in and of itself, but you do see, like, there are... It looks like there is a literal line that would cause this door to slide open, Mm -hmm. but you don't see any sort of, like, levers or buttons, just the... With the crystals on each point and then the single eight pointed star crystal in the center. Is
1: there any of like the swirling stone that I saw in the transmutation temple at all or.
0: There's no like spidering cracks of like veins of powerful casting. Looks like whatever happened in this place like it was constructed and it didn't require so much magic that it caused a like a vein of spell. Your mother approaches the door. She's rubbing her eyes. You can tell that she's exhausted at this point. I mean, she was already feeling clearly not well. But at this point, she looks like she really just wants to lay down. But she looks up at the door. You know, my elvish is rusty, but she places a hand and runs her fingers across it. I, I understand the word spirit here. And she points at one of the words.
1: I'm going to have to use Comprehend Languages on this bullshit again.
0: You see Kala. <laughs> just sort of doing the dog thing, cra- um, scraping against right, the door. We'll get in
1: there. We'll get, it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. It's fine. <laughs> I
0: actually would be fine out here. I'm not scared at all.
1: Okay, I will cast Comprehend Languages so that I can read the
0: Elvish. You come over, casting with your eyes illuminating blue as you touch the words, and you see that it says, similar to the puzzle in the hidden library, are you a spirit who gives?
1: I will put my hand on the door. Is the star? Is it? It's too high for me to reach.
0: Um, it is. It is a little out of reach. Yeah, but the, I'll say that. I mean, it's an eight-pointed star. There are two crystals that are within arm's reach, like those two on the ends of two of the star okay. points.
1: I'll just try and stretch my hand up. I. Use a hand on Roquefort's horn to kind of, like, stabilize Uh. me. (laughs) Um, And I will try and cast message on, like, through my hand
0: and say, Let me in, please. You channel this arcane energy, communicating this message. You see one of the crystals light up slightly and then dim as mm. if it was given power but not enough. Mm.
1: That makes sense.
0: Are you do you need help?
1: No, mom, you save your energy.
0: I I have spells. If 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 this needs magic, I can I can help.
1: Yeah, I think okay, let's try just a first level. Okay. Maybe abjuration at first just just to try.
0: I'll do one and you do the other? Okay. She goes over to the other closest crystal, puts a hand on it, and goes, Are you ready? Okay. She's going to cast Absorb Elements. That's an Abjuration spell.
1: I'm also gonna cast Absorb Elements. We do it at the same time without even talking to each other about it.
0: The same kind of energy as you kind of do this powerful. You tap into the weave in a way that's supposed to absorb energy, but in doing that, there is a like kickoff, this like extra energy that is just expelled here, and it <laughs> surges and two crystals light up. Ah. Perhaps it is not necessarily the type, but just the energy.
1: Yeah. All right
0: i can burn a few more
1: i can burn a couple more but
0: well then let me okay she is going to do two more first level absorb elements and you see now half of the crystals are illuminated
1: i reach up and give one of my second level absorb elements
0: two more crystals illuminate it looks like perhaps the amount of spells or the level of spell can illuminate more so, so there's two left currently there are two left
1: okay so then i'll finish it off with one of my third level absorb elements
0: she, you go to reach and she goes let me and she uses her uh second level absorb elements Thanks, to Mom. illuminate the last i was
1: gonna overcast
0: oh you should save your energy <laughs> believe me I, there's so little i can do already please as you guys <laughs> illuminate all these crystals you hear a sound of stone grinding as that center crystal flashes and there is a tracing of arcane light around all of the stone and then it slides open to reveal a massive staircase spiraling deep down. <gasps> this you know
1: what's strange? What? Is that whenever I've been in Mistress Temple in my dreams there's a big marble staircase leading up behind her.
0: What does it mean that this one's going down? Right. You both, give each other, I, I <laughs> know, you both give each other the eye emoji, which is just the open eyes like, can you believe? And Carla goes, I think it's great anywhere, time, any way to get out of the open. And starts moving down the stairs and you hear behind you a giggle out in the distance.
1: I message my mother. You don't think that we're being corralled
0: right now, do you? You have that shard. We can leave anytime we want.
1: You're right. Unless there's some sort of wicked anti-magic room down there.
0: That would be pretty bad. That would be bad, yes. right?
1: Yes. All right, well, we won't think worst case scenario.
0: Yeah, let's, I'll, you know, keep an eye out. And if we <laughs> see anything that looks a little uh, anti-magic, then we will avoid it. Okay. You guys begin to walk down this spiral staircase more of these purple bluish fairy fire lanterns kind of illuminating the path down so your dark vision doesn't have to work so hard it's reminiscent of when you descended into the underdark the first time and as you head lower and lower the temperature does go up a little bit kind of contrasting the the freezing cold of the outside massive roots from the evergreen tree above seem to burst through the walls forcing you to duck under or hop over them but it is as if whoever built this place made it so that repairs allowed for these roots to expand as if they were mindful of the tree's growth and working to work with it to create this structure eventually you see an opening ahead of you in another archway that leads into this massive chamber Only a few lights are within it, enough that they look almost like stars. That's how far away they are. And what you can see, thanks to them, are these massive barrels. We're talking four tractor trailers compacted into a a large rectangle. That's like the width and height of these things. They are massive, and they line the walls going all the way down to the far end of the room. Also lining these walls looks to be the crisscross stone like hatch pattern that you would maybe see in a wine cellar with countless bottles filling the shelves. It's almost like a massive winery.
1: This is probably the sap in the tree. They were manufacturing it and storing it, but to leave it all behind, something terrible must have happened here.
0: You suddenly hear a voice call out. What the, What are you thinking? you could have let them in from the shadows a beautiful elven woman skin dark shade of blue long fey ears and dark red eyes drow and eladrin features mixed together steps out from behind one of these large barrels followed by a number of others that they all seem to be dressed in plain clothes you know the kind of things you would see regular hunters gatherers farmers people who might live in the north wearing citizens all different types of elves This woman is wearing a hooded lavender dress with a black raven on the front, and she approaches you all quickly, clearly frustrated and also a bit panicked. Did anyone get past you? Me? Yes, see, yes, you. Did anyone get past? Are you real? Of course I'm real. (laughs) Zola just completely thinking (laughs) that she was watching (laughs) a memory or something play. You see your mother comes over and goes, putting a finger out to touch it, this elf smacks <laughs> her hand away. I am real!
1: No, we didn't let anyone in, just ourselves.
0: She looks up towards the stairwell behind you.
1: Did we close the door behind us? No. <laughs> I start running.
0: <laughs> you begin to hear giggles echoing through the stairwell. Uh. And this woman looks to you. What have you done? And that's where we'll end our session today.
1: Oh, no.
0: Oh, no, my Uh friends.
1: You used the door puzzle against me. I used it
0: against you. (laughs) Not every door needs to be opened, my (laughs) friends. Yes, they do. Yes, you're right. They absolutely do. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. A special thanks to our Eldritch patrons. If you'd like to become one of those Eldritch patrons, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Another special thanks to Sword Coast Soundscapes, Michael Gelfi, and freesound.org, who provide all of the incredible backgrounds for this story that we are telling together. Lisa, any plugs as we try and mentally grapple with the fact that you have <laughs> dealt with an insane amount of encounters today, and it's not yet over?
1: Um, well, join our book club! We're going to yeah. be talking about They Came to Slay, and I started reading it already, and it's a great book, and we're going to have a really fun time talking about queerness and D&D culture, and uh, it'll be a, a great time to join the Patreon if you haven't joined us yet.
0: Perfect time. It's a it's the perfect length. It's a going to be a nice read. Join us, and I think probably this comes out in like near the end of September. So either this week or next week, we will be talking about it on our content search. So if you have any ideas or if you finish it in time, send us a message, tell us what you think or tell us any thoughts you might have um, about the many subjects that are discussed within it. Uh, any other plugs while we're while we're dis- while we're decompressing.
1: Just send help, I guess. Yeah,
0: send help. Did no one yeah. think we were gonna hit every single fucking place on the teleportation table I made? Did I really just cross uh, off you all literally that? Literally down the list. Down the list. You're out of contact, like, bitch. We re- absolutely <laughs> have to succeed on your next teleportation or no one's gonna have to start fucking free. You, you better come it. up with some more places. Ooh, okay, here we go, folks. Oh man, I I got a lot to plan. So Let's close it out for today. Thank you once again for listening. And until next time, try not to die. All hail our eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Claire, Lana, Emily, Grace, Jacob, James, Jeff, Joey, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, Sam, and of course, our producer, Patty, Patrick Branstetter, and producer, Daddies, Becca Mount, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.